0: Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to be entertained, enlightened, and educated about men, men's secrets, and dating advices decoded as we dive into another episode of Men's Secrets Exposed Podcast and Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a new show, new episode, Men's Secrets Exposed Podcast. I am your host, comedy magician Dwayne Hill. We are going to do a deep dive into your questions that you all have been sending in, writing in. Asking us all these different questions about dating, men, decoding men, and men's secrets. Have a co-host, another male point of view on the show with us today, Mr. Steven. Steven, say what's up. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, Steven, give the uh, audience a little quick background on yourself, what you do, and things like that.
1: Okay, I am a performer here in the Tampa Bay area. I've uh, kind of been involved in uh, theater for about 20 years now. Um, I am on my third marriage. Uh, so that, uh, I've, I've been through the, both the good and the bad of understanding the dating and the ins and outs of relationships. Um, the third marriage that I'm in right now is, uh, it's, it's my last marriage. It wasn't ever supposed to happen, but when we started dating, we decided that we were going to go forward with it. And now my wife says the only way I'm getting out of this one is in a pine box.
0: Oh, that's, that's comforting. <laughs> That's that she, that that is true level commitment right there.
1: The life insurance on her is actually higher than me though, so she wouldn't really? want to do that because she'd end up taking a dive for it.
0: Gotcha. All right, all right, my man. We're going to uh, kind of get into the questions. We're going to leave all the uh, different tags and social handles in the episode description and show notes. Uh, be sure to check it out. If you all have questions, call them in eight one three. 534-0169. Leave a voicemail. We will listen to your uh, to your question, maybe play it over the over the recording. If you want to text in your question while you're listening to podcast, if you have a question or a comment, you can text in at 813-534-0169, and we will get those out. I will share those with the other co-hosts so that way they can read. They might even jump into the conversation and respond back to you. So here we go. First question is Question wants to, this lovely lady wants to know, why do men struggle with commitment? So, Mr. Steve, what do you got to say?
1: Why do men struggle with commitment? That's, that's kind of, it, it depends. I can only speak from my personal point of view uh-huh. um, and from the point of view of the things that I've seen. Uh, some men just don't want to grow up that's yeah. that's what it comes down to um it, that's that's where we end up having the dividing line between having a man and a boy uh men men want to commit men want to have a family they want to move forward in their lives they want to have something of substance whether it's uh you know a house whether it's a job whether it's a family around them but they want to have something that they can hold on to uh, when we come to that dividing line then there are the boys on the other side that they don't want commitments they don't want anything to tie them down they want to be able to pull up at a moment's notice and leave especially when things get hard the Mm. the hardest thing i think is the uh commitment is necessarily comes from it stems from a, a a place where you don't want to walk away from problems and i think a lot of what's happening in this current culture that we've got is that we have kind of raised the, the generations coming up to think that if you're in a relationship and the relationship starts to go bad, rather than try and fix it, you'd say, well, the relationship's no good anymore. And so you walk away from it. I think that's part of, uh, that's part of it, what's happening currently, at least, is that it, when, when they get to that point in a relationship where all relationships get, where it's, this is a problem and we need to address it, rather than finding out whether they want to stay in the relationship or not, they don't take a look at the good parts of the relationship. They just, as a whole, decide that, well, I'm going to scrap it because it's not working the way that I want it to work. And then they walk away from it.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree with that 100%. Uh, My answer to this on a simple, uh, simplified answer is that I think, you know, a lot of men, they just... um, they don't really necessarily want to be committed just to one woman. Um, or, and like you said, they want to have the freedom and kind of the, what's the word, the wiggle room. If if something they don't yeah. like, they can just kind of bolt. Um, you know, a lot of men are struggling, you know, I think a lot of men struggle with commitment. I mean, you know, so it, it's like, okay, you know, these guys, men make a commitment and they say, okay, this is going to be it. You know, this is it. This is this is the woman, and that means I can't entertain any other offers. I'm not supposed to have any other conversations. I'm not supposed to put myself in a tempting situation, um, ladies. Some 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 of you ladies, if you're dealing with a man that is struggling with commitment in a way, and I'm not saying this to necessarily to defend the male team, but it could be a blessing to you. And the reason why, let me explain that. If he is struggling with commitment, then there are some things with himself he knows he's not going to be good at, and he knows he's going to probably fail in his commitment to you. So as opposed to just dealing with the failure and looking like a failure, he's kind of beating around the bush. He's kind of putting it off. He's, you know, avoiding the, you know, moving in together question. He's avoiding the pop the question question. You know, he, he's, a, he's doing this dance because he probably knows deep down. It's just not, it's just not his flavor ice cream. And for him, this to be committed, whether it be just committed as in there's one woman and that's it, you know, I mean, for a lot of a lot of men, especially now, you know, the younger cats out there. And I say younger cats, I say, you know, under 30 or early, early 30s. They've been brought up in a different generation where, you know, Mm -hmm. the younger cats, there's just too many options. And it's like, okay, how do I know? You know, I know this question came up in another podcast of how do I know this one is the right one? You know, as opposed to, you know, you, you now you get on your phone and you got like 20 options in your city or 30 or 40 or 100. As opposed to, you know, back in the 80s, early 90s, it was like you went out on a date, you kind of dated around and, it, you know, you had your, you had three or four. Now you can literally open up your phone and just thumb scroll and, you know, you have all these options. And I think a lot of cats are going to struggle with commitment, but those cats don't know who they are or they don't know their sense of direction or where they want to go. So... Why do men struggle a lot with commitment? Because it's hard for them to get to that point where they say, "Okay, this is going to be it. I'm going to commit to one woman. I'm not going to entertain other women. I'm not going to entertain other offers. I'm not going to sleep around. I'm not going to be able to be able to do that." Some men don't want to do that. So sometimes, ladies, that could be a blessing if he's being a little a little shaky on the commitment side. Maybe he just knows he can't necessarily be committed just to one person. So uh, that's it's my two. That-
1: It's also that that search that we we have, especially in this this instant world, for instant perfection. That we want to find somebody that's perfect, that conforms to everything that we want. And when we find that one small flaw, we want to pull it apart and say, well, then they're not perfect and I need to look for somebody else that is perfect. Well, part of being a grown-up and being a, a, a man that wants a commitment and to be in a relationship, is to understand that you're not gonna find perfection. Even, no. the, the, even the woman that looks perfect from the outside, <laughs> she's gonna have flaws somewhere in there, or if they're not flaws to her, they might be flaws to you. Right. And so it ends up being able to, to find a way to say, I'm okay with that. I'm able yeah. to live with the imperfections as well as the perfections and, and weigh that category out. To say, well, you know, do do I do I like who they are as a person versus you know who who they who I don't like uh, them as a person, and, and being able to weigh those pros and cons, we're not able to really do that anymore. As soon as we find one thing that's not really good, we we back out and say, nope, never mind, I'm not in this.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: That faceless, that fa- whole faceless uh, uh, thumb swipes too is, <laughs> is quite. I mean, that's just you just can't meet it was different when i think you and i were dating and you actually had to go out and find somebody you had to have a face to face conversation with another woman to say i want to know more about you that took a lot of effort i mean just think about it when you were you know at a bar or at a uh, uh, at a show or wherever you are right. and you have to summon up the courage to say i have to go and talk to this woman And nowadays (laughs) you don't, you don't do that, 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 that whole nervousness is gone because you just swipe and you go, Hey, what's up? And that's all, that's all there is to it. There's, there's, there's a faceless aggression that's out there with this that has ended up kind of really starting to eat away at a lot of the dating. And,
0: and I think too, you know, we are seeing what's happening with technology where technology the speed of technology, and I'm gonna use this word, is infecting. That's the word I want to use. It's infecting everything that we do. Because yes. we are more and more and more and more and more coming on a becoming more everything is exactly on our timeline. Mm-hmm. Um you know, just on a small business side note here, you know, I'm dealing with that. I just entered a new season TV show that I'm producing here locally. In the area, we're on the air and it airs, you know, on certain nights of the week. And I'm, as a producer, struggling with the aspect of, am I going to go into a new season this fall and do the airtime and deal with, you know, contracts and all that? Or am I going to pull everything off of the air and just put it on the internet and just make it 100% on demand? Because that's what we're going to anyway. You know, mm-hmm. less and less people are watching actual cut, open. Yeah. I mean, cutting open the cord. Yeah, and I mean that this is part of the part of the reason for this this brainchild of a podcast. You know, we we are immediately, you know, with it with a few months of research and some and some planning and some pre production. You know, we're off and running, and we're going to be basically on in a sense in open airwaves as opposed to back in the day when you want to have a radio show you had to go through the channels and had to go through the FCC and have to find distribution and get into yeah, there a radio were a lot network of
1: to go through
0: No now it's just you know you got your recording software you know the format of your show you get your artwork done and I mean you know if you get submitted into iTunes or those other channels you you're off and you know I think people are consuming more and more podcasts because we're on demand. You know, they don't have to listen to the radio show on their morning drive. They can listen to it when they want to. And I think Makes that's it. what's happening with dating is that it's like, uh, I mean, I was I remember seeing that because, I mean, I'll I, I make a confession. I kind of missed that whole swiping left, right thing. I'm in mean, kind of out of the active dating scene now for a minute. Um, and I'll kind of miss that whole, that whole tender part of, of it. But I do remember dealing with match or plenty of fish or whatever. It was that, you know, the easiness of you send a message, especially I'm sure for the women's side of it, you know, a guy with, you know, a, a woman throws up a picture on a dating website and she just can sit back and wait.
1: Immediately and, get responses. Yeah,
0: And I mean, I mean, she checks her inbox and she's got, you know, 15 guys asking her out or 50 guys trying to prove themselves worthy of being her suitor. You know, I mean, it wasn't like she had to get dressed, go out, hang her, hang around other people, look social, and then wait on the approach. Now, I mean, it's just she throws a picture up. And, I mean, now what's that doing for men? It's like you're saying, men, you know, they're struggling with commitment. They're in a situation where it's like, yeah she's a little bit off. I'm going to keep searching because they can just open up their phone. They can do it on the band, They can do it with ease. So quickly, moving on to the next question, um, do men often compare their previous partner to their current one?
1: I I think yeah they do but women do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I think as it's well. a people it's, thing. It's not, I think it's a people thing.
1: Yeah, it, it's just a people thing. It's not a man thing. But the yeah. the what you want to be looking for there is what type of comparisons are being made as well. Yeah. You know, as I I wouldn't cal- I wouldn't say to my current wife um <laughs> you know things that I liked about my previous wives. That's yeah. just that's not the right road to go down. <laughs> and uh, that's where I end up sleeping on the couch, watching ESPN all night. Um, what, what you need to be doing is if you're, if you're making comparisons, first of all, let me just say this out, out, you know, out loud that we all do it, like we said at the beginning, but we're all doing it. If we're not doing it verbally, we're doing it mentally. Yeah. If you're looking at your current partner and it's, you're, you're comparing them to previous partners, um, that is a good and a bad thing. The good thing about that is that you're being compared on a basis of where they have been before, where they haven't liked to stay into the relationship. So now Mm. they're with you. So they're comparing as to, you know, what happened in those previous relationships that I didn't like where I got out and why am I in this current relationship? It really makes them kind of think about why they want to stay in the current relationship where they are now. Uh, And and I think –
0: I think, too, on that note that you know, fellas, you know my my you know my fellas, my brothers, my my bros, brothers, dogs out there listening, you know, um, if you find yourself in between these situations, you know, you need to take the time. I mean, I've done this. You know, when you're with your current partner, ask her. Say, what did your ex do that that you feel like made things go go wrong? and take note yeah. of what she says. You know, take inventory on yourself and say, okay, well, what did he do to mess up? Or well, yeah. what did he do that, that that was wrong? You know what I mean? And, ladies, if you be have... Able
1: to, yeah, be able to find the things that maybe about yourself that you can change. And yeah. if it's... Or you if, can just avoid. She's saying, or avoid altogether. And then if she's saying, well, you know, he did this and this, and you're like, yeah, well, I do that, and there's really... Like, snore. And you're like, well, I do, and I don't know that there's much that I can do about it. Then it becomes, a, you know, again, those one of those things about the perfections and the balance of being able to find it.
0: Yeah, and ladies, I would encourage you if you have the courage, and I'm going to use this word, if you have the balls to do this, you know, do you have the balls to do it? Do you have the balls to look at your current date, God, your dating, or boyfriend and say, what did your ex do that made you feel like made the relationship end? And listen to the answer. Can you do that? Yeah. It I mean, I think a lot of men would find, yeah, a, lot men would find a lot of men would find that very refreshing. A lot of men would find that very refreshing if you did that on a second or third date. Without and I know women have Hey guys, thanks again. Uh this is a quick little mention, little plug. If you are enjoying this and I hope you that you are number one, uh a new a book of mine is coming out in two thousand nineteen, Handful of Queens coming out in 2019. You'll be able to check that out. Uh, It's kind of an action, suspense, romance. Hope you all enjoy it. But more importantly, if you're enjoying the podcast and the other things we have going on on Magic DTV, please write to Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or Apple and let them know that you are enjoying the content and the shows that we are creating and short films we're putting out. That's Netflix, Hulu, amazon or apple any one of you, those four let them know that you're really digging what we have and that you'd like to see what we're doing on one of their platforms please put that out to netflix hulu amazon or apple thank y'all very much bye this thing they don't want is like i don't want the date to turn into a big conversation about X's. okay that's cool but when you're getting to that point of where you're wondering if it's going to be exclusive or not or serious or not You need to, I think, ladies, to save a a lot of issues on either side, ask that question if you've got the guts to do it. I figure most women won't because they'd be scared to hear the answer. Um, And let me me also prep the battlefield and say, man, if a woman listens, and y'all happen to be listening to this podcast in two different time zones or whatever the case is, and if you are hit with that question, sit down, take time, and think, and be able to articulate your answer. As opposed to just looking at her and saying, oh, man, she was crazy. That ain't giving that woman no information. So think about if that woman asks you that question, what you can actually give her actual tangible information. Something to think about, right?
1: And what so, you do want to watch out when, for with that, though, is if you're with somebody that's constantly making comparisons to their last relationship, they're probably not over it.
0: That's exactly and, what I was going to say. And
1: then you don't want to be in that relationship because no matter how much you're trying to put yourself into that, you're never gonna they're, not, they're not into the relationship with you because they're still thinking about the last one. Yeah. So they need some time to themselves to really kind of recoup and get over that last relationship.
0: Hmm. Next question. Uh, <laughs> ladies, this question comes up so much. I mean and i made a promise that i will do everything i can to answer all of these questions even if we've answered them in previous shows this is going to be interesting this is why i want a different co-host on here so you can hear different input from different people on the same question and sometimes if you're if you're it de- depending on when you come into this podcast you might come in in this podcast on show 12 and might not have heard the other previous answers but this question is probably The number one question I've seen women ask when I was collecting questions and getting this show ready. Steve, are you ready? I'm ready. The number one question seems like every woman is asking is, why do men cheat?
1: (laughs) Why (laughs) do men cheat? Yeah. It's a... a, There are very (laughs) many different levels to that. Okay. Um, Men are very let me put it this way men are very physical men are very mm. sexual when it comes to nature a lot of women aren't um and as as much as they they want to say no i am too not as much as a guy a guy uh, what was the uh, uh, scientific studies that a guy thinks about sex every uh, three and a half seconds
0: Seven, Seventeen seconds is what was the question that was on one of the shows with one of the Se- female co-hosts?
1: Seventeen seconds and women think about it once every I think they said two hours. So it's, it's just a basis of that. Um, it comes down to a, a breakdown in, in what's happening in the relationship. The cheating doesn't come out of nowhere a majority of the time. Now, some mm-hmm. guys are dogs, and they're just looking for you know, extra places to kind of go have fun with. Some guys are like that, and yes. there's no way that you can change that. But if you've been in a relationship with somebody for five, six, for a long time, five, six years, or, or, you know, uh, what's considered a long time to the both of you and suddenly out of nowhere, it seems that he's going and cheating on you. I'm not saying that it's his fault and I'm not saying that it's your fault. Obviously he shouldn't be making that decision and he shouldn't be doing that, but there's something underneath the surface that's happening within the relationship. Something has changed. And something has changed in a way that he feels he has no control over it. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes that happens because a guy can't, we're, we're not very vocal. And a majority of the times, as, as somebody that is in his third marriage, we say <laughs> things that we think are totally safe to say within the respect to a, a relationship. And it turns out that it's not a safe thing to say. So then we say, well, fine, we'll just keep our mouths shut. Sometimes yes. that lasts for a long time. Um, and yeah. so, if you' if you're not being open about calling them or uh, not being open about talking with them and, and really kind of laying everything on the table, the, the, the cheating doesn't happen on the spur of a moment, snap of a finger. It's something that happens over months or you know weeks and months because you start to detach from the other person. and when you start to detach, intimately and emotionally it ends up opening up the idea of another person and that's when you start to seek that other
0: person out Um, i'm going to pause you just for a second you said something that i heard as a man and i get but women are going to notice what you said and they're going to frown on you said it very fast okay you said if something happens over the course of a few weeks or a few months now ladies you need to understand something When Steve's talking and he said that, and I'm explaining this as a man and as a male brain, okay, our timeline as men are very different than the timeline for women. And when you heard him say that phrase over a few weeks or a few months, I mean, some of you might look at that and think, well, damn, we have issues for a few weeks and he's already being tempted, you know, to. The male brain of that, a few weeks to us is a long time. A few months to us is a very long time. And again, it goes back to the whole
1: thinking about sex. We think about sex I every mean, three and a half, you know, every 17 seconds and a female is every, you know, two hours.
0: I, rem- yeah. I remember seeing something once where it said, uh, what, what is the, the question was asked by a man to a man and to a woman. The question was asked, um, what is the length of a of a, where the relationship is kind of new and the man's answer was a month and the woman's answer was a year yeah so you know when you're hearing when Steve just said that a few weeks or a few months it doesn't mean that we just have a short attention span but the way men analyze time and the way time is compressed to us we compress time very and we process time very different so for a few weeks to us, feels like a long time. And I know yes. it may not feel like a long time to you all as ladies. And you might think, well, damn, that's just sad. It, 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 it is sad, but it's a, it's a huge difference you need to understand. So if you put your man, and I'm going to say this, and please, what I'm saying, I'm not defending men's actions. I'm not saying it's cool. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just letting you know. If you put your man... And he did something that you didn't like or you're you're mad about something. And as you, some ladies say they put him in the doghouse, he's been in the doghouse for a few weeks. That's why I'm pointing that out. For a few weeks? Now to you, it's a few weeks. Okay. Yeah. But you don't understand how much time that has felt to a man. And yes, is it possible in those few weeks while he was in the doghouse and you gave him the cold shoulder and you wasn't as affectionate and as expressive and as sexual because you're punishing him for those few weeks? Well, that's the opportunity when something pops up that starts looking attractive across the street. It doesn't make it right, but I'm just letting you know the timeline and how that can happen. And if it goes to a few months... Well, then it's trouble. It's 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 then, a serious problem. If you're
1: willing to keep your partner in the doghouse for a few months, then you really have to examine where your relationship
0: is. I know someone well. that's doing I know someone that is still doing that.
1: And I know someone
0: healthy. I know someone that is still doing that. She uh admitted mm-hmm. she's still mad about XYZ with her particular significant other male that she is with, and um, this is, this is, she, she admitted she was cool, and she's, you know, cool, but she said she's not into certain things as much, because she's still hurt by some shit that happened and popped off five, four or five months ago. Still.
1: And it's not that 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 necessarily is a bad thing, but you have to open up and talk to your partner about it. There has to be communication to explain why it's happening. Because sometimes, I mean, honestly, ladies, think about how many times you are upset at your man and we ask you what's wrong and your response is nothing. I'm fine. Well, we get the idea and we know we're not stupid. We know that something's wrong. Now, it goes into the idea of, our, did we do something wrong? Are you upset at us? Or are you just upset at the world? Now, we know that you're upset. And the very first thing we're going to think of is just like, you know, talking about the doghouse, is just like a dog does. The dog thinks that the master is upset at them. The, the dog doesn't understand that the master is upset about something that happened at work or upset about the, the score of the game. All that we know is that there's something wrong. And if you're not going to talk to us, the problem comes into play with, w- with where we don't know whether we've done something wrong or if there's something else that's happening. So you have to talk to us. I mean, we're yeah. not mind. Uh, it comes down to we're not mind readers. And if you're <laughs> upset with us, you I mean, I failed that class in college. I tried to take it and I failed it. But if we're if you're upset about something, it behooves you to explain to us what's going on. I remember well, what
0: happens what happens a lot <clears throat> what I understand of how women feel, feel, how they feel. They feel like if you aren't understanding what's wrong and what you did in their world that makes it worse because you, somehow and I and and when I've called women out on this, they admit that it that it is one-sided and it's a little skewed, okay? They feel like you should know what you did to make them feel bad. And I'm and beca- saying,
1: uh, from a male perspective, <laughs> I know. We're so stupid that we don't know. <laughs> so Correct. you have to, like, lay it down for us that you did this and you did this. Now, sometimes that happens, and it turns out that, turns out that, it's not that big of a deal for us, but it is for you. Now that's, that's fine. If it's a big deal for you, then it's a big deal for you and we'll accept it. I think about my, mo- my mom and dad when they got married, they've been married for, oh gosh, a long time. They've been married for 30 years. And when they first got married, um, my mom got upset with my dad about something. And she was storming around the house and just kind of throwing stuff all over the house. And my dad was like, "Well, what's what's the problem? What what's what's wrong?" And she did the same thing that all other females do: it was like, nothing. I'm fine. Well, it, as as my dad kept you know trying to poke and prodder because this was going on for a little while and trying to find out. I, I don't know what's wrong. It found out that he was uh, he had put his socks or he was squeezing the toothpaste from a different way than she was used to and she liked. You know, and and she was it was something that was small, but because there was no communication going on there, he had no idea why she was so upset. Now, it could be something as small as that. And as soon as my mom finally told him about it, he went, well, I can stop doing that if it upsets you that much. And he did. But uh, if she hadn't come forward with it, she would still to this day be pissed about it with him. (laughs) and who knows if it wouldn't have blown up to other things that's why it's always better to talk to us about what's going on don't just assume that we know what's going on
0: i mean the the the, the phrase that has been said repeatedly which i now believe is wrong and i think if you listen to what steve just said steve is basically saying the underlying the under the undercurrent here of, of this is that you know the, the old phrase was Uh, women cheat when something is wrong in a relationship and men cheat because they can and my history of what I've found out to be true is that if a man is start going across the street yeah there are those guys out there that you know they just like variety they want variety they can't turn down the temptation it's out there it's tempting if they can they will and they go for it there are a percentage of men that will do that and I'll probably put 20 30% 20 30% of dudes in that bucket. Okay, the other 80 to 70%, 70 percent 70 80 percent of men of us, if we're going across the street, it's the same situation. You know, it's because something isn't quite right in the current situation we're in right now. Um, I know uh, one of the female co hosts asked. Uh, if everything was 100% the way that the man really wanted it and the way he really needed it and she was really giving him everything sexually that he needed, would he still cheat? And I said, that depends on if that man is that type of guy that needs variety or he wants variety. I said, if he just kind of likes variety, but you're hitting on all cylinders, he's not going to want to mess up what he has. If it's a type of cat that needs variety and he just... Needs it and he can't avoid it and he has he's to gonna, have
1: it. Yeah, he's going to do it no matter what.
0: It does. It doesn't matter what you give him. It doesn't matter what you serve. It doesn't matter how it's handled. It doesn't matter what it because he dislikes variety. He needs it. He wants it. And he can't control it and doesn't make it right, ladies. I'm not saying that's an excuse to make it right, but I'm just saying that's how that can happen. So we're going to do one more question. We're going to wrap up the show. Uh, la- next, last question for the show is. Uh, do women and men have the same feelings or process the same feelings uh, when there is a breakup?
1: It all depends on on again. That's this is kind of general questions about individual people. Um, do they? Yeah, yeah, they do process it differently. Um, but the the question is also. Uh, do, depending on the individual and the relationship itself. Sometimes the man is more invested in the relationship than the woman is. And when it breaks up, he's more devastated than she is. And sometimes it's the flip and the woman is more devastated than the man is. It all depends on, um, if both are really devastated about the breakup, then obviously there was something there that possibly could have been worked on to keep the relationship going. Um, but relationships are a two way street. It's not one way, and when you feel that another that the other person in the relationship isn't contributing to the relationship anymore, they're not invested in it. Which means yeah. that if a breakup is going to happen, they're really not going to care as much as the person that was invested. Think about and stock I markets. Think, I, th- they, I think
0: it's I think it's like uh, there's a big misconception that that is out there perpetrated, and it's been really put forth that men don't care as much. And I think it's opposite. I think um, particularly if the man is really into the woman, you know, I think it takes, I think women are really in the dark of how long it takes a man to really recover after a post breakup, especially if he's the one that didn't want to end it. I mean, it, it hurts him. And I mean, he's, I mean, most men are down. I mean, we may not show it. We might not verbally express it, but I mean, it takes a man a long time. And I don't know where that came from that, people, I don't know if it's just because... You know, that we don't, they
1: bounce back fast. You, no. you know,
0: yeah, well, we, don't, we don't show our feelings a lot. I don't know if that's where this stems from, but there is a big misconception that women have of... And I'm especially stressing, like, if he's really into you and it didn't work, whether it be you dapped him up or you exited or, you know, unfortunately, you left him for an upgrade, I mean, that man is wounded. He may not there's show also- it, he may... He may not express it, but he's going to be down for a while.
1: There's also that, that underlying current of having to deal with the breakup. Like we were talking about earlier, when the constant comparisons are made with the last person, then they haven't really moved on beyond mm-hmm. the last relationship. And there's a lot of people that just jump out of a long-term relationship or, or something that was more intimate and meaningful, and the, there's the breakup. And like a few weeks later, or a few days later, they're out with somebody else. Well, that person hasn't really fully dealt with what's, what's happened. And it's, think about the people, okay, to, not to get morbid, but think of when somebody dies and you go to the funeral, and there are some family members that are just kind of sitting there and they seem like everything's okay. But then you hear a few weeks later about how they had a breakdown in the grocery store and just were sobbing uncontrollably. There's yeah. individuals work through things in different sets of time. And so th- it might take that person a few weeks, months, you know, a year to totally just kind of heal over what has happened to them and be able to and ready to move on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. So, ladies, hope that answers your question. Yes, we – if a man is, a, is emotionally invested in a relationship – he's going to be just as emotional about the breakup as you are. We're going to wrap this show. Thank everybody for listening in. Thank you for your questions. We appreciate your feedback. If you enjoyed what we did, please like, share, subscribe, rate, review. Only leave us good ratings, of course. Don't leave us no bad ratings. (laughs) Um, Check us out on Everywhere You Consume a Podcast. Uh, We started a YouTube channel, Magic D TV where we are loading the episodes here. And that's uh, under my umbrella, my small production company. And Magic DTV is also on Facebook. If you go to any of the search bars in YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, type in Men's Secrets Podcast. Uh, We should come up all over the place. Um, if you have a question, call it in 813-534-0169. It's 813-534-0169. Or you can text in your question. We will add them to our lineup. Get your questions answered as quick as possible. We appreciate everything that you do as far as listening, give us your attention, sharing it with your friends. We hope you got something out of this. We're going to sign off. Mr. Steve, anything else you want to add? All right. Have
1: fun. Out there. Have, fun. Have don't, fun. Don't let the world discourage you. <laughs> I mean,
0: you know, part of the whole point of this podcast is that, yeah, we're pulling the curtain back a little bit on how men think. But more importantly, ladies, the way we feel it is if you understand us a little bit better, there's less arguments that will hopefully happen so I see this as an indirect benefit on both sides yes it increases your understanding about men and maybe brings some closure to some questions you may have been carrying around for a while but indirectly helping the male team out there a little bit too that if if some of those cats can have a few less arguments then it's a win-win all the way around which is the main objective here so we appreciate everybody for listening we appreciate everybody for checking us out much appreciated we are going to call this a day and we hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you and goodbye.